0: episode of crew three podcast i'm your host ruckman with me as always are my co-hosts chris and ricky gentlemen say hello hey hey how's it going going pretty good we have a jam jam packed episode this week because of course it was the 2022 showcase stream on tuesday so uh with the big news for pioneer out of the way if you're now taking an interest in pioneer Welcome to the show. Welcome to the best format. And hopefully, you know, October 15th, we're going to have a big influx of players. That's the big news. Um, So generally out of the show, we're going to do our usual What Killed Magic. Uh, We're going to talk about the two challenges real quick. My cat's going to be going crazy in the background. (laughs) We are going to run over some $50 budget updates if you're thinking about picking up the Challenger decks. So, hey, $50 now. You don't have to worry about buying buying that when uh, the deck comes out October 15th. Mm -hmm. And then we are going to finish off with just sort of going through everything announced in the stream, weighing in here and there, and uh, just sort of generally going over everything. So gentlemen, also I want to say thank you for coming by this weekend. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, that uh, that was a good time. Hopefully there comes a point where that's just like a more frequent occurrence and there's no concerns about it, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Really bummed that store. I, I'm so bummed. I thought I, I finally had my Pioneer paper place, and then they moved it. Now I'm super bummed. Now I'm on the search again, just because I cannot make that that time. That six o'clock on a Tuesday. Like, oh, good for them for having an eight that can make that launch. But like, really, six p.m. on a work night Mm-hmm. in Houston, dog. Like who's in making, who's Houston, be, though, who's beating that traffic in this economy? <laughs> But anyway, let's get into what killed Magic this week. And that is going to be actual factual on GG Arena this time. Uh, Boy, you would think after pushing the update back two weeks and then, you know, hyping it up, it would work. But uh, is this the worst update that Arena's had with all the bugs and glitches going on? You
1: know, what's funny. I, I don't even know 100% what happened. All I know is the other night I was like, hey, let me catch up with some Magic streamers and, and getting back into some Magic content so, you know, I can help my journalism prowess. Everybody knows I'm the number one journalist in Magic. So I'm trying to keep up my credentials there. And every stream was just like, oh, Arena's down. And it was just like that for a while. Like I checked back yeah. every day and it was like, oh, Arena problems playing something else today. And I was like, oh, okay. So I saw a lot of cube draft.
0: was down for very extended maintenance last night for the patch. And then, obviously, um, the State of the Game article just starts off with a block of, here are some of the more common bugs. And here's everything else people have also experienced, including uh, Brainstorm being unbanned or unsuspended in Historic. Nice. And Book being unbanned in Standard 2022. Ooh, there we go. Get those wins in now. So I, I
2: do think this has to contend with that update around Ikoria, where, where it Wizards deleted, all the black de- cards? deleted every black card. That was <laughs> pretty good. Uh, that was a, that was a big oops. The one-fifth of the game was missing, but that update yeah. was super
0: fast, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, so good luck to everyone still trying to hash out an arena. I hope you enjoyed that free Ikoria draft. It was worth it. all right because we got a lot we're gonna keep on plowing through into the pioneer challenge top eights on the let me make sure i'm on the right challenge on the saturday challenge all right the saturday challenge in eighth place we have not good playing jeskai magma opus In 7th place, we have Jabberwocky with Jeskai Control. We have LBBL in 6th place with Bant Company. In 5th place, we have Funnyman31399 playing the Jeskai Ascendancy combo deck. Uh, Same thing with Darth Jason in 4th place playing the 4-color Jeskai Ascendancy list. 3rd place, we have Will Pulliam. Playing the Citadel Sack deck, Jund. Same thing. Oh, actually, hold on. Second place, Gould de Cat. Bringing back food. We haven't seen food in a couple weeks. Food was uh, being supplanted by the Citadel version of Sacrifice. But looks like uh, food is back, at least in this top eight. And then first place, Phil Helmuth with Hidden Strings that are Lotus Field deck. Which, if you're, again, paying attention to those challenger deck lists, which we already have... Kind of relevant. So mm-hmm. definitely a deck list to take a look at. Gentlemen, any uh, any decks in this topic you want to talk about? Like Jabberwocky's Jeskai list, Not Good's Jeskai uh, Opus deck list. We've got some returning decks uh, in the rest of the field. What do you guys think?
1: Uh, uh, I'm pretty excited about this top eight. I think that there's a decent amount of diversity, a couple of repeats, which is showing you some strong ar- archetypes. In case you're somebody who likes to kind of follow what the top decks are, or you know, you're looking to invest and you want to see what's up, and you know, look at that. There's there's one deck in the top eight just over five hundred dollars, right? And, and a lot of that's because of the the land base, right? So you got a lot of options here, and I think food making a compact does make a lot of sense. I, I like that grind. I think that's really tough to play on Modo, just because the amount of clicks you have to do, and I think that might be turning some people off until you see some of the premier events, but I think in paper, if you're a Jund player, I think the food's the way to go with kind of a, a grandier deck if that's what you want to do.
2: I mean, I think this challenge looks amazing. Uh, I love seeing uh, Lotus Storm take out a uh, to get another win there. I like this deck a lot. I mean, I just... Uh, you saw me playing it this weekend, uh, upsetting everybody, even when I lose, I upset my opponent. It's wonderful, <laughs> uh, so I, I think that this deck's a lot of fun. Better than body of research. The <laughs> body of research deck, it was close. It was missing. It's missing something. I think carriedins are the way
0: to go. I think you might be right. It might need carriedin, but those things block with no fear. Which, uh, the... which looking at like Jess guy here, do you like the Opus build? Or do you like like the just straight Kahira hard control version that Jabberwocky's playing? Opal's more fun, right? Yeah, Opus is definitely more fun. Um, I mean, I don't
1: know. I think, I think again, it depends on kind of where you're playing. I think in paper, I'd prefer to play the the Opus version just because you get people right. Like, you know, people will forget, and then they won't know what you're playing. So, um, you know, it's it's a hard creature to kill because your most common removal from the format doesn't get it, right? Can't be portable hold, can't be fatal pushed. I'm talking about, obviously, Torrential gear Hulk as being a creature. The reason we can't play Kahira, right, is talking about the difference there. Just to catch up our uh, our listeners on what, what I'm talking about here. So, you know, I think the Opus version is more fun. I think it gives you a little more interaction and uh, and whatnot. So I think at the very least, it'll be interesting. You know, so you're, you're going out. I'd probably recommend you play that right now with no super competitive events, There's it does more stuff,
0: you know? For Sure, all right, we're we ready to move on to Sunday's
2: challenge. I would like to say though, while looking at this challenge real quick, okay, can MTG Goldfish like I'd like just a little bit more sorting because sixth through tenth are all just titled uh, were as a Jeskai deck, yeah, and it's literally like
0: three different decks. Like, all I mean, medium. look, they they. They can't pay their editors to correct errors in their articles. I don't think they can pay someone to actually go through and name deck lists. Yeah, this this website's
1: right. run by like two guys and a team of uh, hamsters and, on wheels and so I love them. I
2: in love the them ball. too, but uh, like I, it just it gets a little frustrating because you, if you looked at this, if you weren't a, t- a pioneer player, you'd look at this and go, "Oh, Jeskai is broken." Mm-hmm. But it's like a super diverse format here.
1: You know. Right, lots of different card choices,
2: lots of different all kinds
1: of stuff going on,
2: you know? Just so. how the decks, I mean, some of them are just in soul. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and soul gets credited as a Jeskai deck. hmm yep. So,
0: anyways, let's move on. All right, moving on to Sunday's challenge. In eighth place, we have Venerable Lammasu with Bant Spirits. I haven't seen that, that name in a while. Yeah, I yeah, that name definitely uh strikes a ring in my memory. Uh but good to see them back. It's been a bit like Chris said. Tar Heels eighty-two with Rakdos Arcanist. Sixth place, My 0024 with Arclight Phoenix. Fifth place, Tatsumaki with Loris Burn. Fourth place, Medvedev with Mono Black Vampires. Third place, Melody 5233 with Jess sky just sky control we're not playing opus here we have the one trench gear hulk uh we're just flashing back things like absorb and stuff i guess cool so pretty good there third pl- or second place mogged with mono green stompy featuring four of new in adventures uh in the forgotten realms werewolf pack leader and then in first place we have lbbl running back there Band Company decklist. I tell you what, if the forest gonna start slowing down and just being mid-range creatures again, I'm wanting to play something like this Band Company decklist. Just bouncing back things with your. Um, this one's not playing Reflector Mage. Sometimes you know you play Reflector Mage. We got um, Deputy Detention here. You know we got the Archon Miri to slow down all the the greedy mana bases. Um, you have your Elite Spellbinder to make those five drops cost seven mana now.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think, I think this, this deck is. Go ahead. Can it? Uh, can it party? Uh,
0: it's playing three Linvala wizard. No,
1: Mystic is a druid. I don't know if that matters for party. No, no. At cleric, we got has...
2: wizards. We got rogues with glass pool mimic, but it copies. Yeah, we doesn't are it? a oh, warrior a off. We're a warrior we
0: off. A warrior off.
2: We call on Wonky Wombat to fix that. Are we just playing Linvala because she's a she's a big uh? Selfless Spirit? Yeah, pretty much. I mean... Better hit up our company? I, I mean, I like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think this version of the deck is really good against some of the big dumb things going on out there. Like, if you're going to try and Omnath me, well, you know, hey, what? This the this Detention is going to have something to say about that, you know? Those those decks aren't playing a ton of interaction. They're mostly playing some Chain to the Rocks. So it's like, if I can, if I can stop you with, you know, Redain or whatever it might be, Skyclay Apparition, to slow slow them down a little bit. Um, obviously, we've got our Elite Spellbinder, which I've definitely come around on that card. It's it's too cheap for how how good that card is, you know? Um, just as a way to delay our opponent, while also having a 3-1 Flyer beatdown, you know, there's a, there's a lot of sick stuff going on here, along with our, our Love Strike Beast beatdown. So we've got a very reasonable clock, and we can also disrupt our opponent pretty well. So I think this is exactly what we want to be playing against all kind of the... the you know, I'm going to call them slower than mid range dirtily decks. Not quite mid range, not quite control. You know, a, a little bit slower um, decks that just kind of want to go over the top. And I think if you are in a more creature interactive format, you can still play this deck. I think there's other you know
0: cre- creature interactive decks. I, you know, like I would I Black would cut like Luminar and put in mm-hmm. the Reflector Mage. At that point, that's what like, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: just play the Reflector Mage.
0: Yeah. All right. Anything? Anything? Got this top eight here before we. Get to the goods this week? We got goods to get to. Let's get to them. Let's All right. The let's get to the goods. So, like we said, uh, big announcement from the showcase for Pioneer on October 15th. Guess what? Watsy still does care. Everyone who's saying Pioneer's dead, this is a big sign, a big just flagpole in the ground saying Pioneer is still a key format we're focusing on. Because we are getting full-on challenger decks in stores.
1: Oh, So excited about that. And at the very least, whether or not Pioneer is something they super care about, they at least care about our money, and at least that makes me feel good, yeah. right? I at, yeah. least, at least they still want my money, you know?
0: So we're going to get standard challenger decks again in April, uh, but you know what? If we alternate between Pioneer and standard challenger decks, that's pretty good. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's something to you know keep in the back of our heads going forward.
1: Mm-hmm. And these so, lists, I mean, as Pioneer they, connoisseurs, they're pretty
0: good. The the lists are really good. Um, again, October 15th is when these are going to come out. They're full 75-card deck lists. Um, we don't know what the price is going to be on these just yet, uh, but we're kind of going off the ballpark of 35 to $50, mm-hmm. uh, just because the standard ones are about like that $35 mark, if not a little lower, I think. And then, you know, probably tack on some more just because they're Pioneer cards, right? I mean, the modern one was, what, 75 when it got printed, I think? Yeah. Several, Several years ago. Our point
1: when we were talking about this like before the cast started was the deck lists they picked, of course, were like the cheapest, you know, and and it let them build good deck lists because they included like a lot of the important cards. It's not like standard where they were like, well, you get two goblin guys or something like that. Like they did give you, I think, the cards you need to make a competitive deck for sure, which I think yeah. we're excited about. But yeah, I mean, the fact that they did that might might mark up the price. But as the discord pointed out, you know, if if they are too expensive, for some of these decks, you could just build them for cheaper. I mean, right, the cost of the cards, it can't be more expensive than what the challenger deck is, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Now, obviously, so again, we're, we're operating under the assumption of this is going to be about a $100 investment, right? Mm-hmm. On, on the high end, that we'll say the challenge deck costs $50. We're going to give you right now $50 upgrades. And the good thing is, since we know these decks so far ahead of time, now, obviously, Midnight Hunt could be released and is going to be released between then and now. So, you know, there could be a couple of cards you might want to think about from those sets. So if you look at, like, the Spirits deck, right? Mm-hmm. But... You know, you take your 50 bucks now, you buy these cards, you get to about a month and a half, you get the deck, you're ready to rumble. So, let's uh, let's get into these deck lists real fast. Uh, I'm going to sort of, let's start with Azoria, we're just going to go down to the Watsi spoilers, because deck lists are out there. So, Azoria Spirits, we have, so uh, the four we have are Azoria Spirits, Orzhov, Orz, Monored Burn, Lotus Field. So, like Chris said, these are pretty competitive What do you think of the spread here? Um, I mean, I saw some people kind of complain. There's like three kind of aggressive decks and then a combo deck. Uh, Do you think it's a good selection?
1: Yeah, I think I think the thing you have to look at is like if they're going to build these decks, I mean, they have to be marketable. And we know these do spend some time in production, right? We know right now the production team is like two ham sandwiches, uh, the weasel from, uh, you know, D.C. Suicide Squad. And uh, I don't know something else a uh, computer, right? Watson. Watson's the other part of the development team. So with that, you've got to look at decks that have been in the format for a long time. And these decks have been here for a long time, right? Since day one. And they've consistently been putting up results, right? They popped back up. It's not like any of these have super died off. So I think they could have, you know, you could pick better, you know, like Jun Food might not have been a bad one, but you know, you look at expense, you look at, you know, is that just a hot deck of the week? So I'm happy with these.
2: Yeah, I think so too. Ricky, what do you think? I mean, I think, like, some form of a Jeskai control list instead of the Spirits deck would have been nice.
0: Yeah, but, like, that's, that's, I, I don't know how that would work cost-wise, right? Or just Demir control? I, you know, Demir control might have been better. Honestly, I would have liked Demir control over Orzhov Orz, I think.
2: Um, actually, I think Orzhov Orz, nope. But, uh, I think it's the best of the, of the decks, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Not that I want to rank them right now, but when we get to ranking them, I've got a
0: very, very, Mono, very strong opinions. Yeah. Mono Ren and Orz, I think, are definitely the tops. Um, so let's kind of go through them with the the list they have laid out. So Azoria Spirits, you get one Brazen Borrower, two Mausoleum Wanderers, two Remorseful Clerics, one Selfless Spirit, four Rattle Chains, three Shackle Geist, four Supreme Phantom, two Spell Queller, four Spectral Sailor, four Watcher of the Spheres, four Empyrean Eagle, four Lofty Denial, Two Spell Pierce, two Glacial Fortress, four Temple of the Enlightened, seven Plains, ten Islands. Our sideboard is two Spell Pierces, three Aether Gust, one Devout Decree, two Light of Hope, three Isolate, two Seal Away, two Silk Wrap. Right away, um, this deck has the weakest mana base out of all of them.
1: Yeah, by far. By far, this is the weakest mana base. I've got the the weakest mana base in any Challenger deck I've seen.
0: the, The four temples really sucks. Like, mm-hmm. these could have easily have just been, like, a port town, even. Yep. Um, Just have the chance of them coming in untapped. But that's really rough. Now, having two Spell Quellers, pretty solid, right? You also get your four Supreme Phantoms, your four Rattle uh, rattle Chains there, your Watchers, your impure Eagles. Um, so when I'm looking at doing our dollar upgrades, I kind of cheated a little bit here because I'm assuming we're going to trade away or sell that brazen borrower for around 20 bucks what's going for right now
1: wow cheats cheats
0: hey we've done it in the past before but like <laughs> yeah, the one of yeah. brazen borrower like i've played brazen borrower in the past and it's like a one or a two of but i'd rather get rid of it to get us like a play set of pathways so my 50 dollars, air quote 70 uh we're gonna start with two mausoleum wanders at five dollars to up that final count to four the full four you're going to finish your Spell Quellers for two more copies of $10. Two additional Selfless Spirits can run you $18. Uh, so we can kind of play two in the main, one in on the side, or play just all three in the main, depending on how you're feeling. We're going to finish that Glacial Fortress count. Then we're going to get three Mystical Disputes and three Portable Holes for the sideboard. Now, again, if we can get rid of that Brazen Borrower, we're going to pick up four Henge Gate Pathways. And if we can't, we might use that sideboard money to pick up like port towns like I was talking about, just to get the Temple of Lightments out of here and maybe even think about playing a couple Unclaimed Territories. It's not going to help you play your Watchers, but it's going to help you cast most everything else in the deck. And so again, two Mausoleum Wanderer, two Spell Queller, two stealthless Spirit, two Glacier Fortress, four hedge Gate Pathway, three Dispute, three Portable Hole. Put you about $70, in, assuming we can get rid of that Brazen Borrower. Um, ideally, after that, you just pick up your Hollow Fountains and you're off to the races. Heck yeah.
1: How excited are you to see Spirits in here in general?
0: Uh, I think it's really good, right? Um, I mean, definitely you want like a tempo-y kind of control deck. And I mean, Spirits is a good one. And honestly, like the shell for Spirits is really cheap here. And it just giving the players the, the Spell Quellers, Selfless spirit, Selfless Spirits randomly like $9. And so this could be a good reprint to help try to drive the price down a little bit. Um, You know, like I said, I'm really bummed this is like easily the weakest mana base. Uh, But seeing spirits here, I think spirits, you know, whether it's the band company version or the Azorius version, it's a deck that's always going to be around the format. And then with two Innistrad sets coming out in the next couple months, it's only going to get better.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. Like the the ones that I would have replaced would have either been Burn or maybe Spirits. But the thing is that Spirits has just been around for so long. That's why I like this include and why I like these in general. I, I really did like the, you know, picking decks that have been around. And this is a deck that I'm confident If Somebody's picking up Pioneer. You can go learn this deck, right? You may not get instant results overnight, but you're playing your political Pioneer metagame. You will do well. And if you know this deck, you will win more than the people who don't or are picking up other decks. Because again, this is such an interactive deck. It's consistent. You put up a clock. It's been around the format for a while. You know, and again, Spell Queller is such a house. Spell Queller does hit, you know, a large percentage of the format. So,
0: yep. You get a lot of sideboard versatility. You know, you... There's plenty of things you could pick up to add to it, right? But mm-hmm. this is the initial package, right? We're not talking about Skyclay Evaporations. You're going to want one or two of those. You know, eventually you start going into Cocoa. But for 100 bucks, it's a really good start.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Agree. Agreed.
2: Is it Something worth it to just point. buy it twice? Like, Assuming an MSRP of $35. Uh-huh. Would it be worth it just to buy it twice rather than picking up some of the singles? Like, Because it would complete our set of Wanderers, complete our set of Quellers, and get us a second Selfless Spirit.
0: Yeah, if they are sub if they're in like third if they're in like the thirty-five dollar range, I definitely think that that's an <clears> argument you're gonna make. But me personally, I think we're gonna look at fifty bucks for these. Sure. Yeah, I think I
2: have I have hope for these being thirty five dollars at, your, at your local target and thirty dollars off of Amazon. The mana base monies. is just so
1: bad. I mean that's just that's my fear with this, is like I, I would rather just buy the singles because again, there's just a lot of cards I don't want. Like like I think that there's a couple things that'd be cool to complete: caller, you know, Wander, like you said. But I just don't want double of this mana base. I don't want more temples that I have to then throw away. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, it's, this just they really are so bad. Like, there's some that I think might be worth it. This is this. I'm not sure about any. I'm not sure about any of these challenge decks. There's ones in the past where I would have been happy to do it. Probably not mm-hmm. these though.
0: Yep. All right, Ricky, break us down the provided deck list and then your upgrades for Lotus Field.
2: So Lotus Field combo is something I was really excited to see announced, and really even more excited when I saw the deck list. We have uh, three Fae of Wishes, four Aboreal Grazer, and four Vizier of Tumbling Sands for creatures. For Sorceries, we have one Mastermind Acquisition, two Peer into the Abyss, four Hidden Strings, four Sylvan Scrying, four Strategic Planning, and four Pour Over the Pages. For Instance, two Dig Through Time, four Opt. For Lands, we get way better than the Spirits player. We get... (laughs) Four Lotus Field, four Thespian Stage, four Yavimaya Coast, two Temple of Mystery, six Forest, four Island. The four Field and four Lotus and four Stage is huge. Mm-hmm.
1: Huge it is.
2: Yeah. the four. The, and then the four Yavimaya Coast is honestly also just... Mm-hmm. It's not an expensive card, but it's just nice that it's they're all here. Mm-hmm. Um, one pier in our sideboard, because our sideboard is very important. We have one pier into the Abyss, one Approach the Second Sun... Two uh, Shifting Ceratops, uh, one Void Snare, one Tormod's Crypt, two Wilt, one Omniscience, one Sweltering Suns, three Thought Distortion, one Blink of an Eye, and one Negate. Man, this is a good base. Right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, you could probably just rock and roll out the box with this one. Um, But I do have upgrades. However... Like we don't have to focus on our main board for our upgrades. Like the only- is your your upgrade just like one Ugin?
1: (laughs) Wouldn't be enough money.
2: My upgrade is one Ugin the Spirit Dragon for $32.99. Is it really? We put it in the
0: sideboard. Oh my god. I was was joking.
2: It is one copy of nine lives from Core 2021 for twenty five cents, which also goes in the sideboard. Uh, it is two Anger of the Gods from Times Remastered, because you gotta get the cool border for a buck fifty each. Um, those also go in our sideboard. Uh one copy of Jace Wielder of Mysteries for 6 dollars War of the Spark. Uh, this also goes in our sideboard. I did pick up some main deck cards. We're gonna main deck a Blast Zone for $4.49. Um and we're going to be uh, putting in some Wolf Willow Havens that are a quarter each. Uh, brings my total up to forty eight forty five. Other cards I would look at is like two Balaged recoveries,
0: but those are like five bucks each. And I think that these upgrades are way better. What do you think about what do you think about picking up like the Emerging ultimatum package?
2: The Emerging ultimatum package has not yet crossed my mind because we need a much better mana base, I believe, to cast that. That's fair, Mm -hmm. I I but I think that this mana base is honestly not bad for the deck that we have here. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I would do for these changes is I would cut uh, one of the pier into the abysses from the main board, and two of the ops to play three Wolf Willow Haven main board, and then we're going to cut uh, one of these forests for a blast zone, because... Blast Zone, and honestly, you could also throw a Field of Ruin here if you can't afford Alpine Moon. Because we play cards like Sylvan Scrying, utility lands just go a long way with us. Like, we can Mm -hmm. just go find Blast Zone, you know? Um, And then we fix up our sideboard a bit. Uh, Shifting Ceratops need to get out of here. We don't have any intention to win fairly. Uh, Three Thought Distortion is a lot. (laughs) And I want to cut this down to one uh, we don't need Blink of an Eye and Void Snare. We just need one or the other. I personally cut Graveyard Hate out of my sideboard because uh, any graveyard deck you really aren't afraid of in this deck. That's a good thought. Um, and then we, we shove in the Ugin, the Jace, the Nine Lives. Those are the three big ones that you're always going to want to have. Jace, of course, is a win con when you've gone through your deck. Um, the Nine Lives is the best way to keep yourself alive. It is so so unbelievably funny. Uh, but it's a very good card in this deck and really necessary. And for a quarter, come on, Watts, you could have inclu- included it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Big Daddy Ugin is uh, is just going to get your greedy opponents who just overcommitted to the board and uh, let you just wipe their whole board away and then proceed to win from there. Unless, uh, they're on a, unless they're on artifacts. Two Anger of the Gods. I play three Anger of the Gods on my sideboard, but you have one Sweltering Suns in here, so it's just like... You know, I guess we'll leave the Sweltering Suns in there and just play two more Anger of the Gods. Yeah, I think three throughout Distortion is too much. Yeah, and all that fits in here. We don't have, like, the the Niv-Mizzets. A lot of people are actually coming off of Omniscience a little bit, but I think it's amazing that we get one in this deck. And I personally like playing Omniscience. I don't tutor for it all the time, but sometimes, like, you have hands where you can just tutor for the Omniscience and win that way. It's way easier than having to do a lot of Lotus math. Sure. So, uh, I like this deck. I think this deck is... I'm going to say this is the number two best deck. I think sure. you should pick up this one for sure. Especially if especially if this is a $35 MSRP.
0: I, the thing with the Lotus Field deck is, right, Like you're probably going to have, just from playing the last few years, the pieces that go into one of these other decks. But, like, are you going to have all the random stuff to play Lotus Field?
2: The thing is, this comes with literally everything you need to play Lotus Field. Yeah. Um, like everything i yeah. i think that this deck is i mean it's it's going to be hard to learn for a new player but this is definitely for those who want to try to like play a more like out there deck that attacks the format from a weirder angle and who really wants to put in the time to learn the deck this is um, botanical sanctums and other things like that would be good upgrades as well botanical sanctums are only six bucks right now so honestly pretty good value i thought about just upgrading botanical sanctums but we really need that ugin so I, I do believe at least $40 are going to have to be spent buying a Jason Ugin to upgrade this deck.
1: This is my number two deck, um, and I think it's my number one for playing yourself personally, like if you were looking to play a deck. But it does have that factor of like you don't get to interact a ton, right? Like you're just kind of hoping that you don't die, which isn't the worst, right? And a Border Grazer, it's got reach. It's a zero 3 It'll save you a lot of life and help you go off, so... I mean, this is one of the stronger decks, I think, for sure. It's just, it's, I don't know that it's the most fun to play for your average player, right? If you're just picking up the format, I probably don't recommend you play this, but this is, I think, the most complete deck. Uh, that's for sure. I think one of the other ones would be good in case you want to pick something up to lend out to a friend. Again, if you're a pioneer connoisseur, but you're trying to get some people into it, these other decks are fine decks, I think, to lend out, you know? you could Anybody can play the aggro or the tempo and at least get an idea for it, right? Hey, attack creatures, you know?
0: All right. Moving on to Mono Red. This one's pretty simple, right? We have four Mat Courier, four Soul Scar That's the big thing for this deck, in my opinion. Four Bonecrusher Giant, four Gitu Lava Runner, four Monastery Swift Spear, four Viashino Pyromancer. No, excuse me. Four Light Up the Stage, four Wild Slash, four Lightning Strike, four Wizard's Lightning, four Ramanop Ruins, 16 Mountains. Our sideboard is one Chandra Torture Defiance, three Goblin Chain Whirler, three Magma Spray, four Rolling Vortex, four Searing Blood. Uh short and simple, the changes I made for this deck list. Take those four Bowman couriers, open the packages. Hey, look, there's four islons of the Great Revel inside for $38. Um, then I just would say, Hey, cut a Bone Crusher, cut a Pyromancer, put in like a couple more shocks And we picked up for 50 cents, and then we're adding a couple rampaging Ferocidons and some Abrades for $8 the two Ferocidons and 150 for the three abrades. Giving us a grand total of forty-eight dollars. Love
1: it. I think. I think when the market stabilizes, I think if you really wanted to uh, get funsies with this deck, I think you could make it blue. Um, I think a year ago would be possible. hopefully a year from now it's possible. now it's not even anywhere close just because the uh the stupid red blue lands are so insanely expensive. thanks Fire thanks
0: modern inspired yeah, people.
1: they're just they're just too dumb. But one thing I would look for in the long term, like if you were like, man, I like this burn deck, I definitely wouldn't shame anybody for picking it up because hopefully in the long term, you can make this like a blue red spells deck and throw in some of the cheap blue cards like your um your baby dragon or whatever that card is, yeah or something sprite. sprite dragon sprite dragon, yeah. Hey.
0: Or you add white for Luris and yeah. Boros mm-hmm. Charm, right? Yeah. You, you get your chain of the rocks and those lands in there as well. Yep. So. A lot of
1: a lot of different ways to go, but I do like the setup for what blue red does, hopefully, if the if the blue red lands stabilize.
0: I mean, like I I think again, having the four SoulScar Mage there is big. That's I agree. like one of the those and the Swiss Spear is like two of the most expensive cards of the deck. I like that it comes with the four Roiling Vortex in the sideboard. Mm-hmm. Like That's a really good pickup there. Another card I was definitely thinking about, but they are a couple bucks now, are maybe some Skull Cracks. Mm -hmm. uh, But those are about $2 a piece now. Um, So you're definitely, like I said, just looking to get rid of the Bomats for your Eidolons. And even just that's going to do a lot for you.
1: Yeah, and they gave us the full four wild slash, they're not messing around. So mm-hmm. I could see them gouging us on the prices on these, but I'm hopeful they're not they're not too crazy, that's for sure. Cause again, they there's a lot of reasonable card selections because of how cheap Pioneer is right now. But yeah. I do like that they they didn't skimp out on anything too
2: crazy. Uh or, sure. my thoughts on this deck were just uh throw your Bomac couriers out the window, buy four Eidolon, and then with your remaining $10, get yourself some Taco Bell that you'll need to eat between rounds because you're <laughs> going to be winning so fast.
1: Yeah, I was going to make a similar joke for the Auras list, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh. Oh,
0: right, and then, <laughs> Chris, break down the Auras of Auras deck list for us.
1: Yeah, the Auras deck, close to our hearts, one of the first, uh, you know, YouTube videos that we made that made us laugh with a turn three kill. Turn three kill. Here we have it here in a challenger deck. Orzhov auras. 18 creatures. This is two Stone Coil Serpents, four Sram, the senior edificer, four Alseid of Life's Bounty, four Hateful Eidolon, four Selfless Savior. For instance, we've got just the three, the three Karametra's Blessing. And then obviously we've got all our enchantments, all of our auras to make our deck tick, four Cartouche of Solidarity, four Ethereal Armor, four Griff's Boon, 4 Sentinels Eyes, 4 All That Glitters, and then 19 Lands, which they were pretty, you know, okay generous with. 4 Caves of Coilos, 4 Concealed Courtyard, 7 Plains, and 4 Swamp. For the sideboard, we get our Companion Lurus. Huge. Wow.
2: Huge. Huge. Okay. That's 15 bucks right there is your Lurus.
1: Yeah, right. They gave us the Lurus, which is why for how cheap this deck is, I could see it. I could see it being closer to the 50 range. Just because we also get a Thoughtseize. Uh, I've got 20 bucks, right? Mm-hmm, something like that. So we've got our one of Loris, our one of Thotsies, four Apostle of Purifying Light, three to rest around on, I'm guessing, our discard package, really they wanted a four of, three Hushbringer, obviously pretty big for our deck because a lot of decks do count on that kind of thing, and then three Dead Weights. So... Uh, $50 upgrades for this, I kind of split mine up because you, you almost can't spend your $50, okay? It, it's very tough to do with this deck. So I will say it depends on, on what your local metagame uh, goes for. The automatic upgrades, because they're so cheap, just get four of the pathways. Um, the black-white pathway is Bright Climb Pathway. Four of them is currently $16, okay? So I would just go ahead and make that upgrade. There's no reason to not just make your... Mana base as absolutely the best it can be. Um, I don't think we need the Stati's at all. If you don't want to, if you want, I would keep it right, and just because you know you you will have um, places to play this. But if you wanted to trade it away for cooler cards or you know upgrade uh, stuff or get your Taco Bell in between rounds, you are more than welcome to. Um, I liked Rick. Uh, sorry, I liked Ruckman's suggestion of playing Kaya's Ghost for him. I would mostly do this to piss off uh, Wizards of the Coast because that still is bugged on uh, on Moto. Um, we're going to cut this Selfless Savior if we're in a less interactive format. So if our local game store mimics what's kind of going on online right now, which is like a lot of combo decks, Jeskai Ascendancy, a lot of Omnath-type stuff, and we're going to pick up kind of some interaction for our opponent, either some portable hole, um, picking up some um, fatal pushes, which we can uh, easily afford. Uh, and if we have more interaction, then we're going to pick up uh, we're going to keep our selfless savers. We don't need a full four, though. We can probably cut down to three. Play some number of portable hole, uh, and then you have cards uh, in general. Like you know, you could move your thoughtsies to the main. Um, you could theoretically play some more um, interaction, like Declaration in Stone, or some of the last Orisov Oris decks that uh, did really well. But you know, Declaration in Stone costs under a dollar, so you know you. You'd, None of the none of the changes you're going to make to this deck list are going to be uh, too, too crazy. Um, you could choose to play Isolate. Again, you, you don't super, because this is more like an aggro combo deck, you don't super want to cut the pieces they've given you here. The pieces they've given you are all right, and you're just going to make small adjustments based on what you think is in your metagame. So the 3-carat metrics Blessing is absolutely perfect. There's not a ton of other changes you're going to make besides... Sideboard changes
0: rather play the other one drop over selfless savior. The, uh, the heroic one drop,
1: uh, the hoplite. Yeah. I think hoplite's better in non-interactive formats okay.
0: because we, we did
1: like that, but that guy just got so big. That's how we got our turn three kill when we played it. Um, but you know, you're playing white, which gives you access to the best sideboard cards. So if you're playing against a lot of Phoenix, right? Cause Phoenix is really popular. in A lot of local mode games, get your rest pieces. Right, you you can you can sack some of the other changes I've made, except for the lands, and get uh you know two three rest in pieces easily. Right,
2: we'll play rest in peace. Yeah, play That's Soul Rick Guide. Soul, play Soul Guide. You've learned. You've learned. So, yeah, you
0: want Soul, Soul Guide Lantern.
1: Okay, there you go. Sure. So play play Soul Guide Lantern. Right. Um, but you get the idea, right? You can you can play more graveyard hate. Uh, Soulguard Lantern is almost four bucks a piece. Again, we we have the budget for it. Uh, Fatal Push is three fifty. So you know, Portable Hole I think is a little cheaper than that. That one I didn't. Uh, I don't remember remember one hundred percent. So choose your removal suite if you are going to get this deck, right? Whatever whatever you want that to be. Pick your sideboard plan. Um, it will all be under fifty dollars. The only mandatory upgrades, in my opinion, is the sixteen dollars for the pathways. Otherwise, pick and choose how you want to do it.
0: Other, otherwise, I mean, you could just do what we did with Mon Red, right? And just use your 50 bucks just to go get uh, four goblin shrine and call it a day, right? exactly right
1: yeah yeah i mean if if you wanted to do it that way you certainly could i, I don't think you need the godless shrine on this deck i really don't uh, but but you can i think the pathway is plenty and then you can make some small upgrades i think like i said i think there are some small upgrades you can make to your removal package your sideboard package things like that they're just not a ton and honestly like you said you could go get your shocks right then trade your Thoughtseize. If you don't want to play Thoughtseize or you're, or you're not somebody who could do it, trade the Thoughtseize for the, for the prices I just mentioned. Again, the upgrades you're going to make are so cheap, you could definitely do that if you wanted to. If you wanted to just get your Shocks but trade away your Thoughtseize into the rest of the small changes, you absolutely could for this deck. This is probably, you know, along with... I, I think this is the best out-of-the-box deck as far as winning you metagame, like winning, winning you local events. This this deck is just so incredibly explosive and you've got so many ways. Like Selfless Saver is kind of redundant, right? We've got Karametris Blessing. We have our All Seed of Life's bounty. You know, we have things like that already built in to protect our creatures. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to have that. You still got more protection and you can just play favorite hoplite, like we said. And just Goomba stomp people.
2: Like, I think this deck is so much value. Uh this is the only one where I'm worried that it might be fifty dollars because like the concealed courtyards are five. Bucks I, a let's, piece. But let's be clear, they're all going to be the same price. It's, they're right. not going to price them differently. I know,
0: right?
2: I mean, like the concealed courtyards right now are five bucks a piece. That's twenty bucks. The thought seeds is seventeen bucks, so that's our thirty-five. Mm-hmm. The loris is thirteen bucks. Mm-hmm. So now we're just up. The all that glitters are two dollars each. The stone coil
0: serpents are three dollars each. Mm-hmm. But you're like figuring that Wizards Wizards all, doesn't like. care about the secondary market. So these could literally cost whatever they want them to cost. And this is I very understand. true. But I'm just saying, like, this is a this is this is a lot of value. I, I like this
2: product. I mean, like, what I'm saying is like even if this has an MSRP of fifty, this is still a value. Oh yeah, this for is
1: sure. a value. Yeah.
0: I think they're all like value. I think I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I think Goldfish did an article, and I think they're all in like the $75, $90 ballpark, I think. Hold on, let me go see if I can find there. What they price them out to? I'm I'm really excited about this product. This product made me so happy. I, yeah, here I we agree. go. Here we go. Uh, Azoria Spirits, ninety bucks. Lotus Field, ninety-one dollars. Monoret, eighty dollars. off ors eighty-eight dollars. So they're all ballpark ninety bucks. Right. If these they're were forty,
1: like... I think I, I might buy one of each, except for probably Burn. I'm not probably.
0: <laughs> burn,
2: <but laughs> so I might the, it. the real problem that I have with this, and this is why uh, I this is why I can step back and be like, oh, this is such a good product, right? is that I already have Lotus Field, Mono Red Burn, and Orzhov Auras fully built right. in right. my collection. Right. So I was just like, oh, cool, now I can add Orzorius Spirits to my decks. And I looked at the Azorius list and I was like, hmm,
0: maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> but let's let's be clear here. I think the only reason the Azorius Spirits one is bad is because it doesn't have good, cheap alternative lands. It's right. an allied color deck. All The, it's, the other two are uh, enemy colors and a mono color deck.
2: I also think that they I think the Temple of Enlightenments. Are you ready for this crazy theory? Temple of Enlightenment is here because they wanted to put the pathway, but they couldn't because it would be the only double-sided card. That makes sense. I could see that. And then that would be that would mess up printing.
0: But again, also it could have just been Port Town. It could have been Port Town.
2: You're right. But uh I don't know. yeah, Port Town's better, but there's no Actar waste is not in standard there's no uh C chrome in standard yeah. yet. So I think that like, yeah. I think that it's just unfortunate that blue white as a color combination, the only like under ten dollar land they could have printed, right? Mm-hmm. Would have been the flip land, and we can't print the flip land if it's the only flip card in the product. That's why there's but, no Balak Ed Recovery in the
0: Lotus one. I, right? I tell mm-hmm. you what though, fully upgraded, I'm taking bad Spirits or I'm, I'm taking Azori Spirits over the other three.
1: Man. Nope. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I'm 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 slamming me some off Auras with, uh, with the
0: I've,
2: I've been playing Or off Auras Orz or Lotus Field combo every time I go to Pioneer for the past like three or four times I've gone.
0: Spirits is like the for spirits, Lotus Field is a free matchup.
2: I believe you. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna have more fun playing. Lotus sure. Field con- <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm yeah. just saying like power level wise, these decks upgraded. I'm taking spirits.
1: Yeah, so I, I think I think I agree with you there. I think upgraded. I, I like the spirits deck more. I think I missed that part when you said it. Yeah, I just I missed yeah. the upgraded thing because upgraded. I think adding the the getting the full four spell queller. I think is huge. I I really think that might be the best card in all of these in all of these decks. I mean that card is so incredibly powerful. I mean it shuts off so much of the format, and again you still have a reasonable clock. So I, I like the tempo that that provides. That's for sure. You know, again, it's just, you do have to make pretty massive upgrades. I think this deck gets the best of the upgrades. And so I think that's why it makes the most sense out of the box though. How exciting is this to have where it's like, yeah, no, you can actually buy these and go compete in pioneer. Right. Oh, I, I think that's going to be a huge for the casual player, which, you know, again, if we're being honest, we'd probably rather have more, you know, cool people, more chill people in our format than anything else. You know, it, I mean, it keeps we've, the things we've diverse. have been
0: saying for the longest time that what Pioneer really needed was a big, like cornerstone product that they can. This is what we wanted, right? We wanted yeah. pre-con Pioneer decks.
1: You're exactly right. You're exactly right. This is uh, this is you delivering. So you know, and we'll, again, we'll give the credit. Hey,
0: if these decks aren't quite your fancy, we have on our Discord a full budget spreadsheet of decks from varying costs that will fill your fancy for any type of deck you could want to play.
1: That's exactly so, right. So, uh,
0: thank you, Wizards, for this great gift. Um, I'm hoping that you recognize us as one of the leading pioneer content creators. So, I'm expecting a box of four of these on my doorstep in October, please. Yep. I'm ready. Also, maybe like, just
2: some, uh... I'm ready to give these an A minus.
0: Yeah, like they would they would be A plus
2: if we got a a little bit better spirits deck. But like all the other ones are A pluses. Yeah, I can see that. spirits. I still give like a B plus. But I do think though, you're probably right. Spirits is probably the the best deck fully upgraded, but it also involves like breeding pools and collected companies. No, I think even just the Zorius is is still mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Fair enough. Can we talk about speaking of collected company? Can we talk about
0: okay? More? Well, like I said, we're gonna kind of go in line here. Um, so of course, this wasn't the first thing they announced, but that's okay because there is a lot of stuff, and what Ricky's talking about is, of course, the second piece. Real quick, though, hey, for those that care, Commander pre releases. I, 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 did you don't hear know anybody how- caring? Hold on, I don't know. Uh, 't sure. like context. it's it's really weird right like it definitely feels like the way they're talking about it they're gonna be like adventure league but for commander i know they were talking about like uh the commander the, parties being story driven parties. and stuff like that yeah but that's not Commander pre-release. Right? Yeah, I don't know how Commander pre-release is going to work. That's going to be weird. Uh, but the big thing, like Ricky was alluding to, is Store Champs is coming back in December. That's an event I've said I'm wanting back for a long time now. Even pre-pandemic, they got rid of it, right? Um, so in December, so that's going to be after both the Innistrad sets release. Uh, we'll come go over when those come out here in just a second. Uh, big thing to note, they said the events could be limited, standard, modern, or pioneer. Um, now, the one question I have that I don't really know is that um, I think only premier level stores can run these. Well, I don't know uh-huh. if it's pre- I don't know if it's premier level stores can run these, or if it's premier level stores get the promos. But you're going to have the sick play mat, right? Uh, but there are going to be three special promos for the people involved. If you play in the event, you get a foil arbor elf. Ooh. which has all these promos will have the store name on the bottom of the card, which is super dope, right?
2: Be ready for like the Pats Games ones to go for a ton. And then if you, is it Top 8 Gets collected Company? Top 8 Gets collected Company, the arena art foils.
0: Yes. Ooh. And then the winner gets Worm Coil Engine.
2: Worm Coil Engine foil.
0: Are we getting the playmats back? Because the play, I love the playmats.
2: No playmats confirmed yet, but they hopeful. All the cards have the store name printed on them. Um, we don't know if it's. I think they alluded to it being on the bottom of the card, like near where like the artist and stuff is. I th- I think that's where it's going to go. Yeah. However, it would. How cool would it be to be a pre-release stamp? That is going to be a lot. That would be a
0: lot, but I mean, we deserve a lot. Yeah. True. Um, this ties in, of course, to the after stream where they said, and I, again, I think this is great. They didn't have organized play to announce because they said, Hey, as things ramp up, as we're, we're leaving COVID as, you know, stores start hosting more events, we're, we're starting off on the local level and building up. Right. And this is them starting at the local level, which is yep.
2: good. I mean, I would have loved them to mention GPs at the end, but. I I can wait, and I understand that that is not something that they
0: really have the most control over. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we said, next up, commander parties, adventure like the D and adventure league for commander. Okay, if that's your if that floats your boat, congrats. The big thing I do want to come off of to start off, if there was anything in this stream that didn't appeal to you, so what? Get over it. The amount of people like complaining from this stream was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, as much as we complain, right, I, I like to think we are we are top tier complainers, at least as far as the quality of our complaints. Uh, and, and we do them pretty, you know, pretty frequently loving Pioneer. I mean, this was this was some pretty reasonable announcements, right? I, I think it was the best job they've done in a long time. And I think as much as it would be nice and and fun and consistent to just complain some more because what's, what's been happening because of the disaster they've had, this is a huge upgrade, right? I mean, like, especially in our area, you know, I was like, man, I'd love some more big events. Man, I'm glad they didn't happen. You know, I mean, everything's kind of back to square one with a lot of stuff. So them building the ground up is the exact way it needs to be. You need to get people enfranchised again right at their local Mm -hmm. game store if you really want to have a hope of building a more competitive environment. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff I saw, I was 100 percent in line with, you know, Uh, maybe not everything, everything, I guess. But but the point was, at least the at least I understood. Right. Even if it wasn't my favorite thing ever, at least understood where they were coming from. So I really didn't see anything to pick apart and and super complain about. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Uh, Going up next, we have the reminder Midnight Hunt. Spoilers start September 2nd. Uh, Release is September 22nd, so that's coming up. And then, of course, Crimson Vow releases November 17th. They give a date for the release, but I'm going to assume – or, sorry, spoiler season, I'm going to assume it's going to start, like, the last week of October. But But, even cooler – in January, they are releasing Innistrad double feature, which is going to be a WPN store exclusive set that combines both sets and also includes classic horror movie showcases. Oh, I am cool. so hyped yep. for this set! Like, yep. Have you seen the packaging? Chris and I have talked about like buying a couple boxes to save for like drafts with the boys. I
2: mean, I'm I'm hyped already, and. As long as this doesn't end up like Almond Cat remastered, we'll be good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the arena announcements: Historic Brawl is live, but it's now a hundred cards instead of sixty. And so then, hey, commander. draft draft opens. That cool. is also something I'm excited about. Yep. I figured you'd be happy for that. Uh, Pioneer Challenge decks—we already went, spent plenty of time on those. Good job! Round of applause, everyone. Once again, mm-hmm. Commander Legends: Battle for Baldur's Gate. First half of twenty twenty two. We knew it was gonna be coming. I'm actually kind of inter- I'm actually kind of excited that they're keeping with the D theme just to get more cards out there because I'm sure there's a car there's something that Adventure in the Forgotten Realms didn't print that you really wanted to see. So something. and what a perfect place for the commander product. Mm-hmm. Also know- Jumpstart uh- 2022, uh in the second half of twenty twenty-two with forty-six themes. They mentioned two of them, but I remember one of them being Multi-Headed Monsters. The other one has Eldrazi. Uh, Double Masters, the summer of 2022. So that is going to be our uh, Horizons reprint set of the year.
2: Doubled.
0: Okay. But doubled. Um, we have the retro sci-fi circus Carnival Unset, which is called Infinity, I believe. Does that have good any name. relevance? Because Q2 2022, it has... Space full art basics, but it also you have the chance of opening space themed full art shocklands.
2: Ooh, there we yep. go.
0: So, um, sorry to all of you who spent $500 on your secret lair shocklands. <laughs> Get tricked. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now here's where people really got mad, right?
1: Okay, I'm ready for the this. The
0: universe is beyond announcement.
1: Oh,
2: God.
0: 40k commander decks, second half of 2022. Four uh, commander I'm, decks. I'm mad
2: about one thing about this. Kay. Okay. The presentation, they kept calling it Warhammer Forty Thousand. Instead of forty K. Yep. And I was like, every game's workshop person has left the chat.
0: Yeah, you,
2: you know never... it's pretty
1: mild when Ricky's the only one who has a complaint. Let me just put it that way, right? Ricky's the only the one talking us down from the bridge, and this time Ricky's like, I've got a complaint, and it's about
2: semantics. All the pr- all the presenters were amazing. They have never touched a Space Marine in their life. Yeah, right, um, right. Neither have I, but I had yeah. to sell the damn things for a portion of my life. Is Master uh,
1: Chief is, a Space Marine?
2: Yeah. Halo is also a Space Marine. Uh, he go. jumps real high. Mm-hmm. But no, please, it's Warhammer 40k. If you say Warhammer 40,000 one more time.
0: <laughs> All right. Then, of course, we have. We also knew about Lord of the, the, the full-on set of Lord of the Rings. Uh, what we did not know much too raucous uproar is it is going to be modern legal. It's going to be coming out 2023, but I always modern legal. It's going to be historic legal because it's coming to arena. So that's going to be on Mitgo paper and arena. Um, so obviously we all thought, Hey, these are going to be their own separate thing. They're going to be legacy and vintage legal. Cause that's just how magic works. Right. Uh, because the, but they told us specifically, they're not going to be standard legal. So, Hey, here's modern horizons three. It's Lord of the Rings theme now. But hey, Historic is a joke format, so nobody should care. <laughs> but modern people were upset.
2: Yeah. but well, once again, that's happening in 2023. By then, your format's going to need to be ruined again. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. Modern players are a new breed, man. They're just
0: like, Modern Horizons 2 was the greatest thing ever. I love Ragavan. I love my $2,000 deck. Please keep <laughs> playing Modern. Don't play anything else. Don't make me regret these purchases. I love losing on turn one. <laughs> the best part about
1: uh, that is then they don't they don't play our format. You know what I'm saying? The, those players stick. But they're stick trying to, to keep moderns. people
0: from playing our format because they want they can't let people play anything else because again they need to justify that two thousand dollar deck they just bought.
2: Sure they put too enough. much money into the modern.
0: Some I could lost at this point. I could have bought Legacy five years ago, but instead I'm playing Modern now. Oof, that's real feels. Um, okay, moving on to the up. I think this is the most rage of the event. Secret layers in 2022. Fortnite! Get the chug jug, jug yeah. ready, we're taking Getting my dance on. Um, I think people got really mad about this, but hey, it's... The, the Fortnite one is just reprints. I want a Travis Scott card.
1: Yeah, I do, I would too, golly.
0: Um, I mean, the, the
1: thing is, oh, how can ahead. you get mad? Because I'm sure you're gonna say... But Street Fighter, right? Okay. Chun Lee yeah. will have multi-kicker. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: I mean, what? Home run! How Chris, can you be upset because, about that? It's because us boomers have to hate Fortnite.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I am I believe. Hold on, let me let me grab my uh hold on. I think I've got a contract right here. Let me go ahead and grab this paper here right next to my gavel from the set of Matt Lock, flip a page. Yes. I did in fact sign a contract as a boomer that I have to hate Fortnite. So Hold on, let me go grab my pitchfork. You
2: guys keep going. Okay. I'm not even gonna lie. If there's a chug jug in the bottom, it I better would love, be re- it I will love it, this product forever. It, I, it better I, be that revitalize meme. Like <laughs> it's all reprints, so now that I've seen people like putting like revitalize that are chug jug, I don't care what art is on it. I just want a stupid I, I just want more fancy versions of Revitalize. I I now have like a foil of every Revitalize. I have the Full art Strixhaven art card that is artist signed. We're taking so the, many sips of the uh, of the revitalize that is a uh, uh, the masterpiece one. Like I just the card is hilarious to me. It's the like the is, next Dreadmaw.
1: Like special promo versions of cards are the thing that I didn't know I was missing as a Magic player, right? Like yeah. when when we start, when I'm sort of branching out to other games because I was like, wow, Magic's pretty garbage right now. Like, I only had time. Like, if I had the time, I was trying to play Magic or I was trying to play Hearthstone over else. And, like, Hearthstone gold cards are just crap. Like, nobody cares. You know, if you're really trying to flex with those, good for you, but it doesn't matter. But, like, I've been missing out for years on, like, the Ghost Hollow foil Yu-Gi-Oh Rares and the Rainbow Rare Pokemon cards. And as soon as I saw those, I was like, oh, my, these are amazing, you know? So, like, anytime they're going to print more of these, I'm all for it. You know, you just, you can't get me against it unless, like we were talking about before, they were going to be cards that, like, were all pay to win, you know? Because at the time, we were afraid when they first came out because of the cards, like, uh, what's that... uh, That card that got banned because it was only a buy a box promo. Oh, the dragon? It was the time
0: stop. Oh, um, Nexus of Fate.
1: Nexus of Fate, yeah. Like, I didn't want more Nexus of Fates, but it's like, hey, you know what? If you're going to say either these are commander only or whatever else, who cares? You know? Like, as long as they're not standard legal cards or cards that I have to worry about, you know, give me cool promo versions of cards. That sounds awesome.
2: Any secret layer that is only reprints, I always want. Yeah, it's a win. It's a Look, the, the
0: same people who are mad about Gandalf being in modern should also be mad about cyberpunk Kamigawa, about gangster demons. Like, you mm. can't have your cake and eat it, too.
2: Right. Dude, I can't wait for Mean Streets of Gadgets and to come Yeah, out.
0: okay. So, <laughs> so keep on rolling. We're going to ca- come to those sets here in a second. Uh, right now, another secret layer super drop. Johannes Voss art, which is amazing. amazing. I love Johannes Vart. Uh, Kamigawa legendaries. Pretty cool. The Thomas Baxa Baxa art, um, old board, old border to fairy and Karn with really really confusing text boxes. Those, those are atrocities. I hope there's are the are first
2: atrocities.
0: I like you just put those in front of a new player, right? And you're just like, "This is magic." Here you go. Kid. <laughs> like it's
2: to fairy time travelers in there. So somebody's gonna like go to their first modern tournament. And their opponent's gonna lay down that abomination of a card, and like, uh, well, what does it do? Oh, you don't get to play the game anymore, and I'm gonna draw a card.
0: Oh, and then the last one is the Mathis for blockers, uh, the geometric themed art cards, um, which all the power toughness equal pi. We get it, memes. Uh, all right, the big, the big meat and potatoes here outside of the Pioneer Challenger decks our 2022 release schedule. Hey, you know what? We thought that because Double Industrad meant that they were just going to shift their second release schedule. Nope. Turns out there are definitely still four sets next year. But mm-hmm. what they've clarified after the fact is they are changing rotation. So we're going to get to that when we get there. This makes First, sense to me. Q1 so our January release is going to be Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. So it's so the leaks were true. It's set 2000 years Post the original Kamigawa, they've. I think it's a really good thing that they brought in and some people to focus on like proper representation of Asian subculture, get a lot of diversity in there. So hopefully we don't have another crushing disappointment issue again.
1: Mm-hmm. But they're also going to modernize it. So instead of that which was taken, um, which clearly in the art shows like something speeding away, we're going to have that which was yeeted. So that's oh. look, for, look for that card coming out to uh, a, to got appease a real... the
2: kids. I've got a real prediction. Mm -hmm. Okay. They mentioned that the story was going to have something to do with, like, the Emperor, like, getting got. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that a returning character would be involved. Okay. Okay. Um, Oko is going to be the Emperor of Kamigawa. I'm calling it right now. Interesting. Oko, huh? I think with all the pinks and purples and blues in the art style that Oko will look very in aesthetic for the set. Mm-hmm. And I think that Oko is in fact the stealer of crowns. So he's got to add another one to his belt, right? Okay. He's all t- right.
0: Okay. I, I hope his plate I'm... is better than
2: turn dad into a goat this time. I, you know, <laughs> who knows? Uh, But I can't wait to get more elked in Magic. Uh, Oko 2.0, baby, let's see it. Uh, If it does happen, I'm also predicting it to literally be the most
0: unplayable Planeswalker. Right, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They've learned their lesson, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, our second set is the set I'm probably most excited for. Look, Brothers War, I'm definitely excited for, but, but I'm excited. This is also for what I'm the Streets of New Capenna, Q2. So this is our, gonna be our April set release, or March April release. So this is going to be Magic's take on gangsters. So it is set, it's a gangsters meets fantasy. So think about sort of like how Noir Demir looked, right? But like times a million. So they are going to be five, five three-color groups. I'm going to guess we're going to get shards in this. What do you guys think?
2: I think that this set looks so cool, and I've seen three pieces of
0: art and a name. But but again, shard, what do you think? Shards or wedges, though? Shards. We got wedges in Ikoria. Yeah, so definitely, hopefully we're going to finish the Triomes. Gangster Rob Nixilis looks dope because again, the three gang there are like three or sorry, five demon crime families that took over the city. Was initially created by angels, so we're gonna see like a combo of Chicago, LA, New York. I'm guessing here. Um, They've also said this this set has the plane has ties to Elspeth, so probably an Elspeth return here. Sure. This is this is
1: just. This is just less good Ravnica. You couldn't... I can't believe this is the one you guys are most excited about. This is uh, is disappointing. You guys have disappointed me so hard. Versus, like, like Kamigawa Neon Destiny? You're just excited excited about Crappier Ravnica? dude. It's not Crappier
0: Ravnica.
2: Ravnica. Mm. This is, like, bootlegger Mm. gangster family stuff. I'm, like, like, the... It's Gadgetzan. We're Hearthstone. And I can make so many jokes that are negative towards this product because it's just Streets of Gadgetzan. It's literally the same thing as Streets of Gadgetzan. Right.
0: The best-selling Hearthstone set ever, right? Right, right. Um, but also it's just the But trope I'm not going to make likes, those tricks. Right? It's just a, trope, But like I'm not going to like fault them for saying they ripped off Streets of Gadgetzan. It's it's a trope and setting everyone likes, right? I love the 20s gangster aesthetic. So getting it in my Magic set, I am super super hyped for that. that the and that's totally are wearing true. slacks and suspenders with a suit. Chris, I'm going to need a new double-breasted vest. Yeah,
1: yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Hey, listen, <sighs> I mean, I've only seen a couple images, so I'm not telling you that, that you know, this set is just absolutely doomed for everything like that. I'm just saying that's one of those things that I was like, huh, you know, of all the cool things, of all the cool teasers, you know, okay. But listen, hey, tell you what, if they license Batman, all right, if I can get licensed Batman, I'm back in, okay? I am 1 million percent back in.
0: DC's begging for money, so we'll see what happens. I mean, our, Come on, don't disappoint me, Mero. Our third set for the 30th anniversary of Magic, the Q3 release, is Dominaria United. Which will push out Zendikar, Strixhaven, and yep. Kalbheim. So that is our... So our current standard rotation will be uh, the Double Innistrad, Kamigawa, Neon Dynasty, and Streets of New Capenna. Yes. So the rotation is going to happen a set earlier than it usually does. So what they did was that they are
2: double releasing this fall. They will be two full sets in order to make it so that the rotation always happens in the summer as opposed to in the fall. Yeah. And that's good. And that's smart. And that also means we can stop having like weird things where like the core set gets like... Has is the, the end instead
0: long... of the beginning? Yeah. Like it's sort of, Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, this is the set I'm also really excited for after this, is uh, The Brothers War, which is our Q4 September set release. So we're getting Urza versus Mishra. We're getting big war machines. It's very evocative. It gets the people going. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also the most One Piece thing
2: that Magic has ever done. Uh, every One Piece arc starts with One Piece, and then we get a middle-of-the-arc flashback to how the villain got here.
0: <laughs> so
2: we're going to get Dominari United... And then, right when we're about to have the climactic final fight with, uh, I don't know, who's on Dominaria? Karn? Jai? No, I, f-
0: I think what's happening is it's like setting up for the Frexians, right? So, right? So, I was assuming they're everywhere. So, we're going to go fight the Frexians, but wait, we have to see where the Frexians came from. That's right, then we Mishra. get
2: to. We get to pause. We get to see the backstory of the Phyrexians and realize that they've just been abused, too, and they made the wrong decisions. And they should be misunderstood.
0: Well, it's also yeah. because yeah. Karn, Karn just wants to use the Golgothian Silex again to blow up new Phyrexia. Um I'm pretty sure the Brothers War plot is literally, like, uh, escalating, like, hydrogen bombs, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And then It's just Urza, Urza and Mishra building Urza, Urza <laughs> bigger Urza, Urza bombs? Urza uses the Golgothian Silex, blows up the world. They start Ice Age.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but they they said that this time they're gonna since everybody because they're like how are you gonna do it when we ever we all know what happens it's like oh we're just gonna like instead of just showing Urza Mishra we're gonna show you how you know this random dragon on Shiv felt about the whole situation you yeah. know
0: but what I, does Ja rule like,
2: think that's what I want to know
0: but when yeah when they, when they just said the sets gonna be very evocative all I can think of just like Blades gets of Glory just going. gets the people going. <laughs> uh the other thing they talked about the netflix show so that's it for card games um i'm super excited for the release it's going to be exciting i think the release schedule looks super great no matter which set of those you like i think they're all going to be home runs hopefully anyway and then we have info on our netflix show which i'm assuming is already greenlit for extra seasons because they kept referring to this as this is going to be the first season So the Netflix show is coming out in second half of 2022. We know Gideon and Jace are going to be the main focus of the prequel novel. And then also Brandon Routh, Superman himself, is going to be voicing Gideon. Mm -hmm. And he seemed
2: excited about it.
0: He seemed really (laughs) excited. Also, I have a note here. Um, The gentleman that was presenting the show, his last name was Ketchum. So we finally get to know what Ash's dad looks like.
2: There we go. We did it. Thanks, Internet. I legitimately freaked out at the beginning of the stream because I, I, I was streaming it, right? Yeah. Because they opened the stream, like Jimmy Wong comes out and he's like, we got a lot of news about magic. And and then they just play the Netflix noise. And I was like, oh, what tab did I leave open? <laughs> Where's <laughs> Netflix?
0: Also, they also said like, hey, guess what? Comic book coming out. And I'm like, guys, you try to release a magic comic book three times now. And every time, well, I, like the Dak fan storyline stuff was actually going. The Chandra one, I was into and they cancel it on the third issue the new boom comic they're already on issue four and they're
2: like there's a secret number of variant issues and when you buy the comics i've seen them in the stores they are in fact like grade bagged already and so it's like "Ooh, which variant are you gonna get and i'm like are the comics also in booster packs this is absolute garbage
0: like, I just remember like, the old IDW ones, like I said, with Dak that came with the promos. Those are super dope. I thought the Chandra story was going to be interesting, and they just canned it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? That's comics for you anyway. All right. Well, that is a lot of info condensed down into a very quick summary. What do you guys think? You excited for the sets? I'm excited
2: for literally all of it. Aaron Forsyth replied to my tweet. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Did he say uh-
0: bad things and he's going to get canceled again?
2: No, he made a laughing while crying emoji.
0: Oh, look at you. <laughs> because
2: uh, I commented that uh, as soon as Aaron Forsyth uh, confirmed that Eldraine is in fact rotating, uh, I, I was sold on the whole presentation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of Crew 3. I want to thank you all for listening. If you're tuning in for Pioneer for the first time, because, again, those Challenger decks are super exciting. You want to check out what it's all about. Be sure to check out our wonderful backlog of episodes. And I was remiss at the top of the episode to not mention that we are sponsored by our supporters at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash crew3mtg. Go to this page there and look at all three tiers available, Range from just getting a shout and the exclusive uh channel to piece of exclusive content every month which will be coming out uh hopefully before the end of the month we need to talk about picking a date to record that because we got really sidetracked this month really busy uh also swag bags will be going in the mail this weekend the cards just showed up for me today um shipping delays have just been crazy for oh my gosh my
1: company's dealing with that huge right now we're like two yeah. weeks behind on stuff so sorry everybody
0: yeah um trust me as soon as the window closes for me as soon as the sign-up window closes i order the cards it just like i've gotten lucky in the past couple months i've got i've sent out patreon stuff the cards have been on card kingdom but this month i had to go through tcg player mm-hmm. and yep. now the tcg player is like you'll get your cards in maybe two weeks
1: no, this last month was a good was finally one of the first good ones I have but shipping delays have been massive across across the country uh, across America I should say
0: uh, but also I want to remind everyone that the next webcam event is going to be next weekend on the September the 4th and to be sure to finish up your does it slap decklist and have those in by noon on Monday the 30th coming up here and of course that theme for this month's does it slap challenge is Pioneer EDH. Take the Pioneer ban list. Take the EDH ban list. Mash them together. We're also banning Companions. You don't have a wish board. And also Niv, Mizzet, and Golos are banned. Everything else, fair game, have at it. Gentlemen, where can people find you on socials?
1: Hey, you can find me on the tweeters at its underscore Christmas, and Christmas has no T.
2: Ricky? You can find me at at also Steve on Twitter. And you can find my work on YouTube
0: on Door Monster, And you can, of course, find me at Crew3Podcast on Twitter. I run our official page. Uh, I post some other stuff here and there talking about IT advice or show off some models I am painting lately. Uh, you can find me on Twitch. I string three nights a week, Monday, Friday, and Sunday, my job willing, at about 7.30 each of those nights, the VODs for Pioneer go up on YouTube within a day or so uh, Friday's kind of a grab bag stream so you might not find Pioneer then but definitely Monday and Sunday are our Pioneer stream nights that's 7.30 central on those YouTube is also Crew3MTG same thing with the Twitch there thank y'all for listening hope you all have a wonderful week we'll talk to you next time and hey go say thank you to Watsy for the Pioneer Challenge decks there we go tell them out of the way talk boy. to y'all next time bye bye bye